about to get things started this Tuesday evening, man. Uh, do not forget the day of told them. I'll go ahead and address that. Uh, of course, the uh, uh, also address that in the class. But uh, don't forget, because I was thinking it was sunrise tomorrow. I've been corrected. It's sun. It's sundown tomorrow. Correct. Come. Okay, so it's sundown tomorrow. So make sure you. Uh, do that day of atonement. You're fighting your flesh, man. It's very important. Um, today, man, we're going to address basically what the Christian church has done, man, is basically took marriage and changed it into what they want it to be. It, it is not about to test driving people to see if that's who you want to be with. <laughs> then you marry them. It don't work out. Then you throw them away because you that ain't what you want. So you do a so-called divorce that pays like, that costs like 137 or 149 <coughs> on the internet, you see in the paperwork and it's a wrap. Now, the father separated from the children, uh, the household divided up, right. and now you got all these other problems. Now there ain't no guidance in the house, the, the, the little boys, Start to look to the to the world, and now he's starting to turn feminine. And the little girl ain't got no guidance, don't have no kind of protection in the house. So she is going to be uh, molested by the mother that's bringing all these different dudes in the house. So it turns into a whole bunch of mess. According to the scriptures, man, marriage is sex, man. Right, right. And it's it's not meant for you to just a woman just to throw her body out there like that because she thinks this dude is cute. If we knew from birth, and we will talk, little girls and little boys, you coming up and you at the age when you start to understand things, and your father or your mother is teaching you that, hey, you do not do that until you know for sure that's the one you want to be with. Because, young lady, once you do that, once you have sex with that man, it's for life. Right. You can't go anywhere else. You are that man's uh, woman for life until he dies. You know what I'm saying? Or until you commit adultery. Then he can put you away according to the scripture. So, and just like that man, man, don't be just putting your rod into everything. If we knew from a young age that you're not supposed to be having sex with women unless you know that's going to be your wife for life. It ain't no just discarding her because you don't want to see her no more. Right. Because she ain't got on your nerves. Because she always talking crazy. You should have thought about that before you put your mind. Right. So if we was taught these things <clears throat> the way the Lord meant us, meant it for us to be taught, then we would understand things a lot better. There would be a lot more, um, I say, unity within the household. It would be a lot more a lot less children out on the street trying to find a family. Right. That's why, that's why a lot of these games progress like they do. They grow like they do because these children are just looking for a family, man. They're looking for, for people to love them and, and show them some kind of protection when the father's job is to do that. And the mother's job is to, to be in her role, play her role, take care of the little children, do things for the father, be that healthy, 
and and stay loyal to the Father. Just do what He tell you. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's going by the law, do what He say. That is your that's your guidance. That's your leader. There's ranking order in the Bible that should be in the household. You have that ranking order in the household, then everything levels off, and those children grow, and they and the and the little girl understands what role she's supposed to play as a woman. The little boy will understand the role he's supposed to play when he becomes a man. Right. So, uh, if I may, uh, a lot of uh, like growing up, you know, got your biological father in the house and stuff. A lot of kids, a whole lot of kids. I, I grew up with a lot of kids improved myself. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know, even if your mom get a man or something and she bring a man home, first thing you thinking is, nigga, you ain't my dad. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So that's that you know that if the dad was there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they will respect the daddy because they already don't respect this man because he ain't their dad. Exactly. They tell you, hey, man, if my dad was here, I respect him. You right. know what I'm saying? Because you, you see it almost like somebody forward coming in your house right. trying to tell you what to do. Right. That's, that's exactly the point we're talking about, man. Right. The, the father has to be there. You can't just bounce. You know, you didn't, you didn't, the, the booty was big and it looked good to you. And then you woke up laying next to her and you're like, I don't want this no more. <laughs> right. That's, that's, and, and, and on top of that, you can put a seed in there. Right. So now that child is gonna grow, and you gotta be there for that seed, you gotta teach that seed. And vice versa, a man a lot of time wants to be there for the child, but you gotta do a deal with a whole bunch of the woman's BS. Right. So it's not, it's not how the world always paints the picture of the man being the problem, and he ain't never there, and he need a job. Look, a man don't have to have a job in order to keep order in his household. Right. A lot of people <coughs> like, what happens when you lose your job, woman? So now your, your, your worth is going? Right. Right. A man's worth is not based on how much money he makes. It's based on what he's doing in that home. It's based on how righteous he is. It's based on, is he, is he teaching his family the correct way to live According to these scriptures. Right. So the Christian church does not do that. Any other religion does not do that. And we're going we gonna to look <coughs> at the history of where it came from. And like I always say, you're going to always tie it. It's going to always be a paper trail or a green corn trail, if you want to call it. It's going to lead you to a white man. Right. And he taught us that. And we took it. And now we actually think that. You didn't have sex with this woman, and she's like, so when you gonna marry me? And we like, no, I ain't finna put no ring on it. <laughs> like that ring means something. <laughs> that ring don't mean nothing. You in it, bro. Right. You're in this thing now. But we gonna look at the scriptures and we gonna see how the Lord meant it to be. And we gonna look at what the white man set the standard to be and why it's so many divorce rates are so high. Why, um, why is it that there's always this, this, in, this inward, inner battle between uh, black women, black men, Hispanic men, Hispanic women, Native Indian men, Native Indian women? Why is it so, why can't we just get along, you know what I'm saying? It's because there's no righteousness in it. Right. It's all about why the woman. Right. So we gonna find out, we gonna, we gonna teach the truth on what it needs to be told them what a real marriage is and how you eliminate this divorce jump. And there's a lot of people that consider themselves in the truth that teach you that you can get a divorce. 
Right. And they base it on this scripture uh, that, that Moses was burdened with. They skip over that word. Mm -hmm. Burdened with. Huh. And then in the New Testament, Christ tells you you can't do that. So we're going to get into it. Uh, can anybody tell me the definition of Polygamy. Let's take at least try, brother. <laughs> he just shook his head off the top of my head. Just think about it. Let me one time to whip out your phone real quick. Look, you want to press the TV? Question. Flip the phone out like this while you can't see like Like this. You look at it. Look at it. Turn up. No, but anybody know what polygamy means? Take a guess. You heard it a thousand times. Salah, mm -hmm. from what I heard, okay, this is what I heard too. I heard, we say polygamy, mm -hmm. but there's another word called polygamy. Polygamy. Like mm -hmm. Okay, what's the difference between them two? That's what we gotta find out. Okay, so from what I heard then, uh, polygamy mm -hmm. is having more than one wife. Okay. Mm -hmm. Half true. So can, it also goes for husbands also. A oh, female can have more than one husband. That's the true meaning. Anybody, any spouse having more than one spouse. Salah. That's the definition of polygamy. Go ahead. Okay, I ain't never heard that a woman <coughs> can have more than one man. Yeah. I've never it, heard it's, that. Yeah, it's, it's a thing. It is something that they've encompassed like this is a thing to do. There's women, you can look it up. Come. There's women that have multiple husbands, which is totally unlawful. You know what I'm saying? One matter of fact, in the Bible, uh, these Sadducees and Pharisees about to stone the woman for that. You remember that story about Christ saying, uh, 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 I think you thou sin cast the first stone? Mm -hmm. That's what that was about. She sleeping with all kinds of dudes. Anybody know now, what about polygyny? Polygyny. Polygyny. Five, six. Mm. <laughs> so, you got it? Cut, another one, cut. When a, when a husband can have more than one wife. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, Renai in the chat. <laughs> she going to get y'all. Y'all hurry up. Yeah. That's supposed to be on. Yeah, she already got it. Simple little definitions and everything. She's going to be on. What is it? What is the story? When a, when a husband has more than one wife. A husband has more than one wife. Correct. Yes. That's polygyny. Alright? It's one man having multiple wives. What is poly naive? Mm -hmm. What is monogamy? Monogamy. Monogamy is like mm -hmm. is when uh one man, one one wife. Correct. One person. That's right. One person having one wife at a time. Right. Alright. Uh mm -hmm. what is Damn, I put flowers in <laughs> What is <laughs> what is of uh, polyandry. 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 Uh, slacking. Young man. Um. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> you got, you probably sucked something in there. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh. Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. Uh, philosophy. Philosophy. Polyandry. Polyandry. Come on. Come on. Um, when a woman has more than one husband. When what? A woman has more than one husband. When what? A woman has more than one husband. A woman has more than one husband. It's called polyandry. 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 How do you spell that? P-O-L-Y-A-N-D-R-Y. A-N-D. 
Way too deep. Can't see, leave it alone. <laughs> but you get swallowed up on something. Right. All right. So uh, now, I just wanted to say that so y'all understand those terms. Okay. So like next time you hear it, uh, polygamy, <laughs> you know, is the practice of more than one spouse, man or woman. Uh, polygyny is one man having multiple wives. Polyandry is one woman with multiple husbands. And then monogamy is is uh, being to one person at a time, uh-huh. the way that uh, America teaches. Because America is like one of the only countries to do it. Like these other foreign countries, they have they have uh, uh, what you call polygyny. One man have multiple wives. So or or the others. So basically, it's the uh, whoever's under the uh, the Roman way of thinking, they. Like, like, say, for some uh, parts where white people at mm-hmm. in the world, like mm-hmm. Europe and. You no, he was right. Whoever well, is under Roman Catholicism, yeah, rule, Roman th- yeah. you running with the, uh, what is it? Monarchy. Monarchy. You running with monarchy. Mm-hmm. You running with that one woman, that man, one woman at a time. Come. There is a reason why they did that. Does anybody have a, have a suggestion why? Time you putting your hand up. So like why they made one, uh, <laughs> why they made one. Uh, why, why is it that, you was right earlier, it did come from the Romans. And you can put this in the chat too also. Why, why did it, why did, why did the uh, monogamy marry one wife at a time, why did the Romans put this in the play? Why did they come up with this? So like, was it, was it a business deal? Part of it. That was part of it. But it was a it was an initial problem at first. Uh, that was part of it. Back in uh it was a, a custom for them to go out and have rape and pillage parties. And they would go through villages and they'd rape the daughters or the people's daughters. No, then, you're talking about savings. I think no, I thought that was a, the, that, that was the savings. They was going around snatching up their daughters. But I thought that came from that, that they made, the, the fathers made a decree that they'd have to marry their daughters. That was the deal after they did that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. Okay. All right. All you right. ever heard some about uh, this marriage thing we talk about, you grab about a sackcloth or something? Yeah, yeah. That's where that term came from. Shotgun wins. Some, yeah, yeah shotgun wins. All that, all that goes in the same sense. Right. Now, the reason why the Romans came up with that, they had a problem with producing they, their uh, population was dwindling. Why would your population dwindle if you were still having sex, but you weren't necessarily mm. married? Mm. Why is that? Think about that for a minute. 
Sounds like what America is going through now. Exactly. Yeah. But now America is like it's a free for all. You can do what you want. Yeah, but I'm talking about to the point of their uh, reproduction rates. Yeah, and and, and uh, they suffer from a lot of stuff. Uh, uh, the white population in America is suffering from opioids. They're suffering from their lack of uh, producing just out of the male sperm. Right. Like they they die more than they produce. So after a while. You know, you, you, your population would be small as hell. They know that. But um, let me get uh, let me get Exodus twenty-two and sixteen, and let's look at first what the Bible is saying. I don't want to just drown people with with all this uh, all this mess the world is doing. We're gonna look into the history of how it started with monogamy. What was that verse again? Uh, it's Exodus twenty-two and sixteen. We're going to look at what the Bible says what marriage is. That's what we're going to look at first. So, uh, what's that? One way. Seeing the all time high. Open shoulder now. And if anybody got any questions on the chat, man, please chime them in. Put it in there. So we'll look into you. If it's possible. Who I got reading tonight? Scripture. Got you reading scripture? Uh-huh. Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna mix with him. But uh, yeah, when you get there, man, go ahead and read. Come on, come. Check on y'all. Exodus chapter 22, verse 16. Come. 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 And if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed, betrothed. Uh, to uh, approach, 
to, I guess, uh, to charm. I guess attention to? Speak game. Speak game. <laughs> Come on. Our brothers talk like we do. Say what it is. To attract us. Speak game. What are you, what are you approach a woman just to approach her? Just, hey, how are you doing today? <laughs> Your eyes are beautiful. Oh, speak game. Like, What's it? What's it mean to um, betrothed? A woman that's betrothed. So like, what does that mean? A woman is betrothed. Or engaged to? Or promised to? Promised to. Correct. Read that again. <coughs> now that we have an understanding what these words. <coughs> and if a man and and if a man entice a maid that is not betrothed. And lie with her. And what? And lie with her. And do what? And lie with her. Keep going. He shall surely endow her to be his wife. He shall what? He shall surely endow her to be his wife. So what's it mean when it says and lie with her? Was he telling lies to her when he spit the game? To wife her. To what? To wife her. True, that's the word of the time. But what does that mean to wife her? That's the same as to lie with her. What's that mean? I'm 10 years old. Well, I'm 13 years old. Right. I'm 13, right? And the Bible says to lie with her. What does that mean, big bro? Birds and bees. <laughs> no, say it like he said birds. He said, birds. He said, he said like, what's it mean, Officer Paul? Man, put the bra on, man. Well, I had sex. It's all right to say that. You cannot be scared to say that. Not 10. <laughs> some, some people might. I think that's a little early. But... You know, you're around 13, 15 years old, you know, he started to look around like, hey, why am I attracted to these girls like this? And he might read this or he might be watching his class. To lie with her means to have sex with her. Keep reading again after that lie with her. He said, surely endow her to be his wife. So what's that? What, why does the word wife come right after he just lied with her? Because once you put the bride in it, it's a wife now. That's your wife now. Why ain't the church saying that? Why ain't nobody asking that question? Did right. you say anything about a ceremony? La'ah. A ring? La'ah. Wedding dress? La'ah. Preacher holding a Bible with the fake little paper in there that ain't in the Bible? La'ah. <laughs> they ain't got that in there, right? Right. They ain't say that in that verse? La'ah. Okay. Well, maybe maybe we just got them one time. You know, we, we just, we draw one line. You know, I'm trying to draw... Full line, so I can put them in what? In the scoop in the box. We put them in the box. That's what we do. So let's go to Genesis 24 and 67. No, that's right. But now it means to marry her. Genesis. I like it, sir. Genesis. Uh, 24 and 67. Mm-hmm. It's like. Mm-hmm. Then the part about the endowed, that's uh, paying a dowry. Mm-hmm. Come. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, when you get that young man, go ahead. Genesis 24, verse 67. Genesis, chapter 24, verse 67. Mm-hmm. I forget. Come. 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 And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. Isaac did what? And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent. So he's bringing... It says her, so we know it's a female. He's bringing a woman to a tent, which is 
his mother's tent. Keep reading. And took Rebecca. So he took this woman named Rebecca. Y'all know who Rebecca is. Huh. Go ahead. And she became his wife. Now what? What? <coughs> Wait, you what? You can't you ain't read that right. Read it again. And Isaac brought her into his mother's Sarah's tent uh -huh. and took Rebecca and right. she became his wife. Oh, wait a minute. He, okay, so he took <laughs> Rebecca and she became his wife. What happened? Hold up. Salak. Wait, wait, no, Salaki. I'm asking you, can I ask a question? I'm asking you a question, What happened? Because like, like what happened to where like like the man gets on his knee? Nah. And then he asked her for the for the hand in marriage and the ring, and and then yeah, I think he talks to the father, or they gotta set up the part or the announcement. Like what happened? How did he just take the? I mean, he just took her. He put right. her in a headlock and just mm -hmm. just like power drive into the tent. Like what what just happened? Like mm -hmm. he uh speak game to Rebecca, took all over his mama house. <laughs> and went in the room and put rod on. Put rod on. Sound like a nigga to me. Sound just like a nigga to me. Just Sound like a nigga to me. And after he took her in his mom's tent, her mom was not there for the eight right. ones. Damn. I know what some of y'all think. You didn't do this in my in my Mama was room. not there. Right. Took her to the mama's tent. Right. Spin that game. Papa's drinking a little something, something. Put it in that tent. Took it. No rape was involved. Right. In order for that woman to be his wife, she had to agree to that. Right. The scriptures against rape. Right. For those fake groups of just sick dudes. Alright. So when he when he took in the tent and said he took Rebecca and she became his wife. Mm -hmm. So what does this tell us, young man? What does it take for a woman to be your wife? Or for a man to be your husband if you want? What is the plan, man? It takes the, the man to just put his rod in Yeah, they'll just have sex. That's marriage. Right. According to the Bible, we read it. It's not saying nothing about no ceremony, none of that. Can you have that? If that's what you want to throw, you want to throw a party and let everybody know y'all having sex, cool. And this is, your, this is your wife now, and this is your husband. <clears throat> that's fine. Your brothers and sisters, your families will support you. You know what I'm saying? It's a joyous and They're glad y'all came together. All right? But all that other mess that we've been taught is garbage. Right. The ring, the prayer, <coughs> blessing, the vows, all that, that's been carried down is lies. And we're not supposed to be practicing the traditions of Hebrews. Or right. Hebrews. I was going to include the bachelor party, the bachelorette yeah, party. Yeah, the bachelor party is just like, that's sick. Because like, most bachelor parties, you got more wives than that. Right. Like it I don't know if sisters know. But bachelor parties, brothers is beaten. Right. right. They are getting women at them bachelor parties. And it's it's a it's a, like an untold story where they're getting it's supposed to be like they getting that last one before they get married. Right. Where do you think that's coming from? Because most of the time you ain't by yourself, you're in a room full of your homies. They gonna run it too. So what? Who does that sound like? It's down like that. Hmm. Sound like Romans. Romans, come. These things have been passed down, and we take them and flip them and make them ours. 
That's why we're looking in the Bible that it ain't got nothing to do with that old sickness. Once you with this woman, that's why we had a rule we have in the school. You don't just hop on a woman like that. A woman can't just hop on a man like that. You take your time. There's some brothers that don't, you don't, the Bible says you do not even have to have a, a, a rib. Right. You don't even have to have a man. Christ didn't have a wife. Paul didn't have a wife. Those men were powerful men. You don't even have to have multiple wives. You can have one wife, that's fine. But the whole point is, marriage is sex. Right. And we've decided to do that, that's it. A man can have multiple women, we're gonna read that too. But a woman, that's your dude, that's it. I ain't making up, don't get mad at me. Don't send me email, don't send me bad text or whatever. That's what the Lord said. All right, go ahead. So like, I was talking to this uh, this woman one time. I was talking to this woman one time. We was, we was, uh, she was talking about the multiple wives, how we even multiple wives and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, can I have no wives? She was like, yeah, you can have no wives. I said, can I have one wife? She said, yeah, you can have one wife. I said, can I? So, but you ain't got a problem with me having no wives. You just got a problem with me having more than one wife. Mm -hmm. I said, so where is that in the scriptures? Well, first of all, uh, uh, I, I can't have more than one wife. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, they always go to that scripture of, uh, yeah, come. Yeah. The bishop and stuff, you know, it should be with one wife, one man, you right. know what I'm saying? Uh, and all that, you know, but in the school, that, you, we know that that what it's all about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you're not even a bishop. So it's, I think it's just a thing with women where um, they, it, it just hurts them. If they can't, some women, some sisters can't stand it. They just can't stand the fact that they would have to share their man. That's what it's all about. So like you think you think it, it come from uh, just them being told that having one more uh, uh, when they factor in cheating. We know cheating ain't in the scriptures. Mm -hmm. But when they factor in, you know, that you cheating, you're doing something wrong mm -hmm. and you cheating if you got more than one. I think right. it's more of a thing where they think that it's custom. I think that they think that the attention they get goes away. Mm -hmm. I think they think they're going to be discarded to the left, and once you get this real, you ain't going to pay attention to her no more. When the scriptures preach against that, right. they teach us a lot. They teach against that. You can't get this real, and now you deny this one. Right. You got to take care of both of them. So now I got one more question. Mm -hmm. All right, so why, why do you think that women don't have a problem with threesome? But they got a problem with you having another rib. Because most probably most of the women who saying you can't have another rib just did a threesome. Oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In the world, yeah, I think saying. they be curious anyway. Yeah. That's just a homosexual thing. Right. But they don't want you. And we talking in the world. Yeah, and in, the, in the world, if you talking about having another chick, hell no, she ain't gonna like that. She's gonna feel like he gonna get all the, she gonna get all your money. You ain't gonna never come over here. You ain't gonna take me where I need to go. You ain't gonna pay my bills no more. It's a thing like you ain't gonna give me what I want. But if you always over there, plus they gonna look at it like it's nasty because you gonna be over there doing your thing, you gonna hop over here. But they don't have a problem with you being as a threesome though. That and if you with that woman that night, you see what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Now in the world, man, 
women are boss because I and like yeah. a, a lot of them are doing just to please you, just so you both so called cheap. Why can't they please me with I can have another wife for you? Now we back in the truth. I'm making a separation. In in the truth, a a, a, a woman. I don't think in the truth a woman will ever hundred percent understand. So I think it's very few that will. But being that just how the world is and what they've been taught through generations, man, it's right. hard for them to understand it until they really get into the truth and understand the truth. And then at that time, you know, it's just uh, it's just the thing that they about. It's because it's always talking. Yeah, but I was you uh, touched the point where it's something that was taught down down to them because everything that every culture that they ever had when they came over here, even when they was assimilated by <clears throat> by the uh, Arabs, mm-hmm. it was it was beaten out of. Them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Everything that we was accustomed to was beaten out of us. Now we're stuck off in this captivity here, right. and it's taught that hey, no, you can only have one. Now this right. I take it from. You. You know Especially in the Christian church, they, right. teach you, they teach you like the man got to be up to the standard for you even to deal with it. And he better not, like, he better not lose that job. He better not buy you birthday gifts. He better not uh, not get you anything on Christmas, not get you anything for Valentine's Day. Uh-huh. They put this man up to such a high standard that he better be like this that it don't even match the scriptures. Right. So like you got uh, you got total chaos in your house all the time because now some other man is regulating your home and telling you what your man should do. Right. So it's totally jacked up. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it 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 it'll, it'll take these scriptures to fix our homes. Right. The truth will fix our homes. Uh, go ahead and get that young man. So like the old old uh, Deuteronomy 22 and 28. Done. Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 28. After that, come. 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 If a man find a damsel that is a virgin. What is that? What is a damsel? A damsel. Sure, one. Okay, that's what? That is a virgin. What is a virgin? Unmarried. Hmm? Unmarried. Don't see it like that. Don't see it like unmarried. Go ahead, Doc. Uh, old enough to be wed? Right, right. Marriageable age. That's how you want to see it, okay? She said, true enough she's not married, but she had a marriageable age. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't want to step into that pedophilia world, bro. She's at a marriageable age. All right? You see that, okay? Keep going. Which is not be drunk. Mm-hmm. Which is not what? Well, we talked about what Petrov made earlier. Hey, Petrov. Hey, what's in it, bro? You got lines in there, man. Hurry up. Ooh. Gunther Tootie. Gunther Tootie? No, Gunther Tootie. I can't remember that. Moldoon. She's not tied down by anybody. Right, she's not committed to anyone. Lloyd Gates, if you want to look at these words, keep reading. And lay hold on her. And lie with her. And what? And lie with her. Which means to. You lie with her, you don't have sex. Right, keep going. And they be found. And they be found. Read 29. 
Then the man that labored her shall give unto the des the damsels by the fifty shekels of shekels of silver. Fifty shekels of silver. Keep going. And she shall be his wife. She shall what? And she shall be his wife. She shall what? Be his wife. Was there any ceremonies, rings, anything? Where's dressing? Uh, what did take place? What did the man do? He said he lied with the right. Uh, then what did he do? Gave the father 50 shekels. Why, why, why did he do that? Do you know what that's called? It's a tradition. That's what you were talking about earlier. You don't know what that's called? Go ahead, you tell what that is. <coughs> it's a dowry. What is a dowry? A dowry is a price that you pay because you humbled his his daughter. That's right. So you make a you make you basically making a deal with the father. How it would go is you would pay that dowry for that woman, and uh, sometimes it was money. It could be cattle, land, whatever. You would pay that to the father. Uh, traditionally, the father you would do that first, and then when you you know have sex or whatnot. The, blood, the bloody the bloody sheets from that to prove that she hadn't had sex with anyone, and that would be proof. That would be documented proof that you're a man of your word, you raised an uh, upright uh, daughter, and now she's mine. Okay? So right. that's a tradition with with, uh, with, uh, with our nation. I got a real question, man. What's up, man? It's going to test you, too. All right. Lord, so when you, uh, yeah. So when you, uh, Show the uh, father the bloody sheep. Mm -hmm. Are you unclean until Sunday? When you show the father the bloody sheep. Because you know you ain't supposed to touch that sheep. Well, you can't touch it, but you're going to be unclean. Traditionally, you would have to. Because you have to be the one to bring the blood. Right. Being that you touch the blood, you'd be unclean, but here's the thing it's just you and her. Right. Nobody else really coming around. You ain't doing nothing else. I'm just saying, would you be unclean too? You will be unclean. Anytime you touch, you in contact with blood, you will clean. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just like when your um, when your rib is on the flower, mm -hmm. you unclean. Anytime you come in contact with blood or dead body, you unclean. Yeah, I was about to just uh, add on to it. I was going to ask a question. And it's not the same as the flower, would it? Because well, it's, it's blood. Period. Yeah, I understand. It's okay. blood, you know, he was, he was trying to test me. He was trying to cut me. Yeah, I wouldn't try to cut me. You know what I mean? Excuse me. I would like to tell you on the next one. Let's see Deuteronomy 7 and 3. And again, we just in the Bible, and we just going scripture to scripture, and we seeing that when you lie with this woman, and what we, what we were just seeing that was important was actually a tradition that uh, men would do. In a contract with the father, which I think is honorable. Right. Even in the world, I did that. I would talk to the father before I even got with this woman. I didn't even know what I was doing, but I was in the spirit of it, you know what I mean? Right. Which any of us should always do. Anytime you're interested in this woman, you should actually speak to the father and just talk to him and, and tell him, you know, you're interested in his daughter and you really, you know, really like him and stuff. And just make that report with the father, you know what I'm saying? Because he, he want to know who you are. Wouldn't you if you had a daughter? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, a, that's a righteous thing to do. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, let's go to, uh, where we at? Deuteronomy 
then kissing on you, give you some little booty or whatnot. And she just, them demons is slowly breaking you down. This is your power right here. This Bible teaches you to be strong. Teaches you you're supposed to be a strong man. You run the house. You make sure your children is getting this truth. You make sure your ribs is going by this truth. Right. That's the way the Lord made it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying, uh, went over to a house one time. My homeboy was uh, dating her. Uh, I won't say she was in the or whatever. She had a shrine set up in the black back closet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To, to Shiva and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was like, there was Jesus up front. <laughs> and you had, and you had, uh, white Jesus <laughs> yeah, white Jesus up front and, and had something else. Yeah. Two different gods. That's the whole point. Let's go to, uh, let's get a precept for that. Ezra 9 and 12. Come. Ezra chapter 9, verse 12. Now therefore, give not your daughters unto their sons. Give what? Give not your daughters unto their sons. There's another scripture saying the same thing. Give not your daughters unto your sons. Keep going. Neither take their daughters unto your sons. Do what? Neither take their daughters unto your sons. Keep going. That's why I love word word. Keep going. Nor seek their peace or their wealth forever. No what? Nor seek their peace or their wealth forever. Keep going. That ye may be strong and eat the good that of the land. That ye may be what? That ye may be strong. What did I just say? Staying in this Bible, going by the, by the law of the Most High, keeps you a strong man. Right. Gives you that power that you need to understand how not only to teach your family, guide your family, but to basically raise your family the right way. You literally are raising your family up when you're going by these laws and teaching You have to become strong too, but you gotta be a strong man. You can't be weak. That's the one thing that King Solomon got caught up on, man. Right. He got all the heathen women and got weak. Just like what happened to Adam. Think about it, he started listening. He tried, he slick tried to blame Eve. Right. But why are you listening? You're supposed to be strong in that. You know what I'm saying? Keep going. That ye may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. Let me tell you how powerful that scripture is right there. There's one part where it says, and leave it for an inheritance to your children forever. The reason why that's so powerful is right now is an example. It ain't happening to us. It's, it's happening to other people. Right now in Africa, China gave Africa $90 billion. On top of that, there's been a huge wave of Chinese going into Africa and marrying their daughters. Right. You know why? If you marry those daughters, you'll get the inheritance. Right. 
death star, you know what's going on in Africa right now with these Chinese? They are gentrifying a country for countries. Right. They're gentrifying. <laughs> if they get Africa on their team, remember what uh, Jerry Yohanna said a long time ago, the minute Africa joins the war, it's a wrap. You can expect to see World War III. Go ahead. No, I was just going to iterate on what you just said. You touched it. Oh, okay. But uh, let's see. I think that's a cool little scriptures. I got a couple more wants some wide scriptures, but if y'all want them. But uh, let's get into <coughs> some of these articles before it gets too late. Uh, first, I want to get the Julian marriage laws. I'm going to get that first. Send them to you, right? Oh, cool. Want to get into that? And what we looking at right now? We finna look at where did the way that America celebrates—not celebrates, but the way the tradition of marriage now—where did it come from? We gonna see that it came from Rome, and we gonna find out why. All right. Uh, I want you to read. Are you there? Come on. Okay. I want you to read from the top, and I want you to go to where it says prizes for marriage. See prizes for marriage. That'll be the last part you read. But again, we're gonna find out why uh, where where this came from. Why do we get married the way we, we not get married? I ain't gonna say I, and I say we because our people in the world they lost, so they part of us. Why do we go about having a wedding and and ceremonies and rings and getting caught up in test driving all these people to see if that's who you want to be with because it's taught from the Christian church. So why is it that that's taught like that? Where did it come from? Go ahead. The Julian marriage laws. In 18 BC, the Emperor Augustus turned his attention to social problems at Rome. So now they got social problems. They got problems within their people in their country. Go ahead. Extravagance and adultery were widespread. Now they're saying adultery. So to them, their adultery is just sleeping with anything. All right, go ahead. Among the upper classes, marriage and increasingly infrequent, and many couples who did marry failed to produce offspring. They what? Failed to produce offspring. So you got all these couples all of a sudden they can't produce offspring. Hmm. That's because some of those couples are homosexual. Go ahead. Augustus hoped thereby to elevate both the morals and the number of the upper classes in Rome and to increase the population of native, native Italians in Italy enacted laws to encourage marriage and having children. They had to encourage them in order to be together so they would have children. Here's the thing, if they had a problem having children and they were with women, why are they telling them to get, with, get married with women and have children? That don't make sense. Right. It's the same women, so why can't you have children now? Because they went with, with women. These couples were dudes, man. Hmm. Women on women, lesbians. Go ahead. Including provisions establishing adultery as a crime. So now they like, here comes the monogamy. Now the monogamy is like, one at a time, you don't want to be with her, 
You can get the divorce thing, but you got to do it one at a time. Hmm. It got so crucial that they started killing. Like, you catch your daughter with uh, doing adultery and your wife, you can legally kill her. Keep going. The law against adultery made the offense of crime punishable by exile and confiscation of property. See, there's two, two other ways that they would get uh, punished for so-called adultery. You get your stuff confiscated, everything taken away from you, your land, or you get banished to another land, which happened to one of those, uh, I don't know if it's a king, but somebody high up in rank. Go ahead. Fathers were permitted to kill dogs. They were what? Permitted to kill dogs. To, to forgive them. To kill daughters. Kill daughters. If you catch your daughter, she's supposed to be with this dude. She with another dude, you are ordered to kill her. Go ahead. And their partners in adultery. And the dude she's sleeping with. Hmm. Why? To scare the hell out of them and make sure they stay with that one person and make babies. Go ahead. Husbands could kill the partners under certain circumstances. Husbands could kill what? The partners. Now that's their wife. If they get caught, he go under certain circumstances mm -hmm. and were required to divorce adulterous wives. And required to what? Divorce adulterous wives. To what? Divorce adulterous wives. Divorce existed. We just read it. So that means they will be with one woman. She acting up. Prove that she's that she's cheap or so-called committing adultery. Knock her off, go get you another. Go ahead. So, like, mm -hmm. so adultery, according to the Roman custom, mm -hmm. was uh, just sleeping with somebody outside of this one wife. Right. This one marriage right here. So that's the exact same thing that's going on today. Right. Which is called monogamy. monogamy. Go ahead. Augustus himself was obligated. Hold on. Now, ain't Augustus the one at the top of the page that we talking about? Connor, Connor. That basically made sure these orders went in rule? Connor, Connor. Go ahead, read it again. Augustus himself was obligated to invoke the law against his own dog. Against who? His own dog. His rabbit. His hmm. own dog. His dog. His own dog. His bird. His own dog. This happened to his own dog. Go ahead, look what he does, though. Julia and re relegated her to the island of Pandera. Hmm. And the tear. He couldn't kill her, so he banished her to another island. Remember we said he could kill her? Hmm. He could banish her or con uh, confiscate everything they got. Right. Go ahead. The Augustus social laws were badly received and were modified in AD 9 by the Lex Papier Popilio, named for the two bachelor consuls of that year. The early and later laws are often referred to in juristics sources as the Lex Julia et Papilla. Now what we're about to find out is basically these laws that they enforce that's gonna show you how they felt about wives. Is that where you at? Go ahead. In part, as a result of Christian opposition. Of what? Christian opposition. Christian. Go ahead. To such policies, the laws were eventually nearly all repealed or fell into dis disuse under Constantine. Now, see, Constantine came in and switched that stuff up. He's the one that tried to switch it up, I should say. 
But remember, Constantine basically brought Greco-Roman and Christian together. Uh-huh. That's where you get Christmas and Easter and these uh-huh. different gods and their religions. They try to mash them together and combine them with the Bible. So he kept some of that stuff. He, he threw out the killing stuff. You, know, you, you can't just kill your wife and kill your daughter. But he kept Right. <coughs> so, like, did he also? Did he also keep? I'm just thinking about how it is today. The confiscation of property, because you know, if you oh, get out, divorce, the divorce, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You can lose the yes. house and the money. Right. right. It usually goes to the woman. Come. Now we gonna also see. It's, it's a word called uh, equalitarian. Mm-hmm. Equalitarian. This, this is a word used to explain making everybody equal, hmm. the woman and the man. So then when you have some kind of breakup or divorce, that's why she's able to get so much of your stuff because she has to be equal to you. That's where the idea comes from. It comes from being republic, democratic, mm-hmm. how they try to make a level playing field. Right. Level playing field, we're going to get into that too. Probably. Go ahead or failing to disuse under Constantine and later emperors, including the Emperor Justinian. Only the prohibitions against intermarriage as that between senators and actresses remain. Now, you hear what they just said? They didn't believe in intermarriage, what they call interracial marriage. That's what that is. Right. Except for their interracial marriage is classes. Hmm. A senator couldn't be with an actress. Like in our world, let's say, let's say a uh, 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 a woman. Okay, let's say in the street, she gonna be with a baller versus a nine to five guy. I mean, like nine now, ten now. That's how they looked at it. That was their interracial uh, marriage. You yeah. can't mix the classes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Keep on. Hmm, I understand. See what I'm saying? I understand because it's lucky if I may. Mm-hmm. Because like if you you married a poor woman, then you end up dying. All her riches will, all the the rich man's riches would go to the woman, which would still empower that poor family. True. Yeah. Exactly. And you know they. Look, Tiger Woods. In situations like that, you know, upper class, some kind of upper echelon or whatever, senators see themselves like this, so they just want to uh, have offspring from up here. Right. Same one thing. Hmm. They want to keep their family with the world. Right, right. Just like with uh, Egyptians believed in that. Egyptians and the Egyptian world, they would have sex with each other, like brothers and sisters and mothers and, and, and yeah, they went down like that because they want to keep what they call a um something line. Hmm. A royal line. Yeah, so, uh, they want to keep a royal line. But uh, go ahead, keep it's it's how far down is it where they start talking about the Let me see that the uh what are you talking about when they talking about the uh, prizes for marriage? Yeah. Yes, I got another paragraph and where they start something else, men must marry. And wrong then it goes into that. Okay, let me see, because I might want to
population started going down where they weren't fertile and all this. A little bit you fooling fooling you thinking that there's something wrong with the women because they just said you gotta get with a woman. So if you was doing that in 